I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and in this video I'm going to be talking to you about He Was the Man of My Dreams, Part 2. So, today's video is going to be a follow-up on the one that I did yesterday, He Was the Man of My Dreams. So if you haven't seen that one, go watch it and it's going to really give you a different perspective. So you really want to see that one first. The reason that I decided to do a follow-up on yesterday's video is as you noticed if you've watched yesterday's video it felt pretty out of proportion to the um, the different sides to the relationship it felt very uneven like one person was amazing and the other person was awful and usually it's more of a balance let's be honest I mean sometimes it's out of whack and one of us is causing more problems in the relationship than the other but generally, it's not extremely one-sided. And yesterday's video was really unsided, uh, un one-sided. <laughs> and I kind of mentioned that as we were going through it. I was like, I'm sure he must have been doing some things, but it felt like the guy was very innocent and very amazing based on what she wrote. And I even said, well, he must have been doing some other stuff, but she didn't write about it. Remember, if you guys don't tell me, I don't know. This goes especially so with the email coaching. So you want to give me a balance of what's going on so I could put the pieces of the puzzle together. And it made the woman in yesterday's uh, video look pretty rough. And all I can say is that I try not to be too hard. And I kind of mentioned that, how I had to go through it a few times when I was doing that uh, email because I generally can get a good idea what's going on by piecing things together but yesterday's it felt off to me and I'm glad that she decided to send me a follow-up email so now we're gonna get more perspective on what was going on and you're gonna see that it's a lot more balanced than it appeared to be yesterday so she writes Craig Thank you for your replay, and I watched a video today and thought, Oh my God, that is my email you're reading out. It did make me sound like a terrible partner. I was explaining my husband's point of view of everything, not actually stating that I agreed this was correct. And I wish I had put things from my point of view as well. I know you can't reply to follow-up emails, but I wanted to give you a bit more information from my side, too. Well, I felt pretty bad about um, yesterday's video, because it was rough. and But that was based on everything she had told me. And I even tried to say, there must be more going on with this guy. He couldn't have been this perfect, because the way she described him was, he was great, he was amazing, he was the guy of my dreams. And then I was like, and everything in the email was just about how she was terrible and she neglected him and she was mean and whatever. So anyway, you can review that. Let me go on with today's uh, email. This is what she replied. 
Firstly, I had mentioned my husband's temper. I only found out he had anger issues six months into the relationship, and each time he flew off the handle, I made excuses for him. But over the years, I also built up a wall. Violence is one thing I would not stay in a marriage around. And so I was always prepared to have to pack my bags if he went too far one time and I had to leave. I had a child to worry about too. Well, you only briefly mentioned the fact that he had anger issues, but you also made it seem like he had fixed those. And then I said, even I remember saying to you, well, what about you? What have you done? Because you made it seem like he had anger issues, but you also didn't make it seem like it was that violent um, where you felt like you had to have bags packed and ready to go. Because that's a whole nother story right there. You got to... Guys, remember, I only know what you tell me. And you want to paint me a picture of what's going on. I know, I know a lot of times when you get the email form, you fill it out as quickly as you can. You want to get it back to me. But it's much better to sit down, read through it, maybe take a little bit of a break, come back, revisit again, look at it again, read it as if you are a stranger, and see, is he getting a good picture? Because I want to make sure I get you the best coaching possible. He was never physically violent towards me, but threw things and punched objects. I had a stepfather that was like that. He would punch holes in the wall when he was angry. Uh, he was bipolar, and he was an alcoholic, and when he got angry, he would threaten people, he'd start screaming, he'd, uh, he'd flip over furniture. Um, it was rough. So I know what it's like to be in that situation. It's scary. Um, you know, because people can be really unpredictable when they're on alcohol like that. He was not very respectful towards me when he was angry, either saying things like, get it through your thick head or shut the F up. Well, I heard stuff like that growing up. I know what it's like. My stepfather used to talk like that, too. Um, he, he basically looked like he stepped out of Goodfellas or, um, you know, the Godfather, Godfather movies. That's what it was like growing up in my house. So that's part of the reason that uh, I decided that I really wanted to help people because I know what it's like to grow up in those kind of traumatic environments. And it is traumatic. And it is extremely stressful. And believe me, it makes everybody uh, feel like they're walking on eggshells. I just made excuses again, thinking he was under a lot of stress and pressure, and he was normally not like that. Well, he might be bipolar. And the thing that's interesting about bipolar people is that they can do very well when they're on their medication. One of the things I've seen over the years is they're doing so good, they're like, I don't need my medication anymore. I'm doing great. And it's because the medication is doing great. So I pulled away first because of the violence. As I said, he did work on this over the years. Good for him for at least making an effort to change himself. Because he made it seem like he did a much better job. So, when he would hug me, it would be confusing. As he had been ranting and raving just a while ago, then wanted a hug. Boy, he really does sound bipolar. This, really, this reminded me of my father, who was a very temperamental man, who would yell all day and call us idiots or whatever, and then at the end of the day insist on having one, each of us sit on his knee 
for a cuddle before we went to bed. That's interesting. Um, he, she said, my dad is now a very kind and caring man since leaving the family when I was 11 to have a relationship with another woman. My mom's best friend. Oh, wow. That's awful. Oh, my gosh. So your dad left your mom for your mom's best friend. Some friend. That's like the worst thing you could do to somebody is leave them for their best friend, right? That's, that's ruthless. The other thing that you can see here is that there's a good chance she's attracted to him because he is so much like her father. Because she said, this reminded me of my father, who is a very temperamental man. See? And he's doing the name calling just like the husband is. We're attracted to the familiar. So true. He also tended to make me feel unsure of myself. I would put on an outfit and he would say, Are you sure you want to wear that? It's a bit unusual. That's a weird thing to say to your partner. It's a bit unusual. Are you sure you want to wear that? Yeah, that sounds like a lot of manipulation and maybe emotional abuse. I mean, maybe you're on the verge right there. Or I would... I would decide to do something, really? Are you going to do that? So what I would change my mind and just stay home or do whatever he wanted to do. So he was manipulating by saying, you know, putting a lot of doubt and insecurity in her doing what she wanted to do. In some ways, I think he was holding me back. Well, you're right, because he was probably afraid of abandonment or he just wanted to control you. People that are controlling will do things like this. They play mind games with you to get what they want. I felt less loved because he started showing less respect for me over the years. In the beginning, I would do things like put love notes in his lunchbox or write a flirty note and leave it in his vehicle when I dropped it off at work. Noticed he was particularly down one day and left a smiley face balloon and a gift for him on the coffee table for him to find when he woke up. As he had been less kind to me over the years, I stopped doing this. I don't blame you. I would give him massages when he had a sore back. I would run my fingers gently in circles around the small of his back as we went to sleep as he really liked this. Well, that sounds pretty nice to me. I was doing this right into the months before things went wrong. His three times leaving me once for three months with no dating but a flirtation with a local lady that he felt he had to tell me about. Second time, nine months with dating in between and still looking to see if there was anything better online when we got back together. So he wasn't really getting invested and in trying to work out. He came back because... Maybe it wasn't working out with the other people, and he was like, yeah, I guess I'll go back to that. But he wasn't really committed emotionally to making it work. And that's one of the things that I try and tell you guys, is that it takes two people to make a relationship work. One person doing all the work, it'll never last.
We did get back together, I felt like a backup plan, and felt he had not come back for the right reasons. So I didn't put all of it into the relationship because I didn't know if he really wanted to be with me or if he was just back because there was no one else out there. Or it was just easier to come back to familiar territory. Well, of course, if he comes back under those situations, you're not going to feel too good about things. And you're not really going to give him your heart either. Even towards the end of our relationship, I would always make sure to touch him on the shoulder as I walked past him, just to ensure physical contact. For 17 years, we'd always held hands as we fell asleep, up until the last few months, when he did not respond, when I put my hand out and I whispered, I love you, and cuddled into him at night, he did not answer me. I know why now. He could, how could he believe I loved him? when I had been such a grouch during the evening. The laptop phone issues were his opinion. He would switch off and watch TV each evening. I got bored with the lack of conversation, so naturally, I went online. So it sounds like both of you were pretty disconnected at this point. Nobody was getting to the root of the problem. The communication had fallen apart and slowly you get more and more distant and it's tough to make a relationship work this is why I'm always telling you guys you got to do the work because you think no contact is gonna fix all these things but they're not you got to make real lasting changes in yourself and it doesn't happen overnight and you guys wanna say things like oh I've changed well it's been three weeks no you haven't changed and I guarantee a month from now you'll go back into your old ways unless you really stick to it and make those long-lasting changes. It's not easy, but if you love somebody and you love yourself and you want a healthy relationship, you'll do it. That's why I'm here, guys. I'm able to help you realize what's going on in the relationship, how to reattract the person, all the strategies to not only reattract and get you the best chance, but to keep them because I really want you to have that love last. Okay? It's not just about getting them back. You want to keep them and make it work. So, I didn't really explain things properly, and I really don't think I'm the monster I made myself out to be in my first email. But I do know I can be a better partner for him if he comes back, or for someone else if he doesn't. Thanks for your help. It was very harsh. I cried so much afterwards, thinking that why on earth if he has found a new partner that is caring, that will make time for him, that will be intimate regularly, would he come back? That was my problem even before I contacted you. My fear that, in fact, the new partner is a better fit for him and he won't come back. I hope you might be able to respond to the follow-up email as I truly do value your help. If not, I may schedule another coaching. Well. You might want to schedule a Skype coaching so we can talk about everything because you guys had a, what, an 18-year relationship and there's a lot going on over the years that I don't know. Obviously, this is a lot different than somebody you've dated for two years. I mean, this is like a long time. This is almost two decades of your life. So there's a lot going on there. As far as the uh, new girl, there's just no telling what's going to happen with that. And a lot of times, they might start dating, but 
who's to say that she's going to have the skills to make it work? Or that she's going to like him? Or that he's going to like her? Sure, in the beginning, you get those feelings, you get caught up in liking somebody and you're interested in somebody. But as I've talked about in some of my other videos, we tend to ignore the red flags in the beginning of the relationship. You should watch my video, You've Changed. Excellent video that talks about how it comes to light the person that we're with has more problems than what we initially even expected or saw. Watch You've Changed. Great video. So, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coachings. I do Skypes. And if you got to get with me right away, I do the emergency Skypes. If you like this video, put a like on there. And be sure to subscribe to the channel because I do post videos Monday through Friday. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.